Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless Mortgage experience. This is the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Coming up at 1140 a.m. Eastern. Talk all the trash you want. Because we're going to blast you anyway if you lose. Also, 1240 p.m. Eastern. We have one of the best writers out there. I want to talk NFL football with him. want to talk about people trying to find their next Sean McVay. Mark Mass couldn't join us. Uh, Washington Post. And he's written a great article about the next Sean McVay. It brings up to me that I think Sean McVay is one of the most dangerous men in sports. When you're trying to find the next Sean McVay, I think owners don't realize this because owners are very arrogant. They feel that they can find anything, and it's always owners who push these things. When there's trends in football coaching hires, it's always the owners who push it. If we, we think it's general managers. It's owners. If you let the general manager do what he wants to do, he'll pick someone who's close to the organization, close to him, or close to players. That's what he'll do. And you rarely see that because owners are going to push that. They look around. It's a very, very exclusive group. You have 32 guys in there, and they look around the league. Not all guys, obviously. 32 people in there. And they look around the league, and they want their guy. They want their next thing. When Dan Quinn went to the Super Bowl, let's get a defensive guy. Frank Reich's doing all right. We got to get an offense. Sean McVay, give me a young offensive guy. This is where this league is going. I want my Sean McVay. And Chicago gets a Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy looks pretty good. But for every Sean McVay, you're going to find about five or six total failures. And then you always have the beaten path. You have the Raiders pick, which is always going to be crazy. You always have a Belichick disciple that gets a job, usually a defensive guy that people are excited about. And then we debate whether or not he's going to suck too, because the only one who's had any sort of real longevity, we'll see what Mike Vrabel's able to do. People are excited about him. I'm pretty excited about him. Looks like a good, so far, looks like a good football coach. Bill O'Brien, always on the hot seat, lives on the hot seat. Now making trades for Houston. So we'll get to that coming up at 1 p.m. Eastern. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. This one might run a little long. So, Hick, you might get mad at me, but we got to do it because it is time. 2019's college football season is here. It's time for the big-ass college football preview, folks. Hit the music. Oh, now you're getting excited. Don't you just want to do the in- intro? Hickey, turn it up. Vern, Uncle Vern, Gary Danielson. Gary Danielson can be hot and cold in an interview. He's still, I don't care what anybody says, he's one of the best analysts in college football and sports. He's one of the best analysts in sports. It's so good. I know people are going to say, well, he's on CBS Sports Radio. Nobody does the SEC. Nobody does college football better than CBS. Don't care. It's that good. Hickey, do you agree? Oh, without a doubt. It's, you better because you're at chills right now if you to don't. Music. All right. Keep the music going. It's time for the college football preview. I realized here, did, do you still have your preview from last year, Hick? 
Oh, I, I have, have to mine. look for it. I, let me see if I can find it really quick. All right, let me tell you mine real quick. I had Alabama, Clemson, Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Washington. So I, w- I got two out of four. And I did have Clemson over Alabama. So I technically got that right. But, I, man, I had Wisconsin, and that was a uh, that was a bad pick. I also had uh, Will Greer as a Heisman Trophy winner. I just didn't want to go the way everybody else wanted to go. So it's time for the 2019 College Football Preview. We start in the ACC. We start with the Atlantic, unless Hickey's found his sheet. Have you found your sheet or not? No, unfortunately. All right. Did you pick Clemson to win or did you pick Alabama? That's the only thing people care about last year. I believe I picked Alabama. All right. Well, you got to get back off the schneid now, Hick. All right. Graceffo, Graceffo, do you want to participate or no? No, I'm good, Ken. I'll sit this one out. All right. Fantastic. Well done, James. Happy okay. to be here. <laughs> ACC Atlantic. Hickey, who do you got? Shocker here. I'm going with Clemson. Oh, well, that's pretty easy to start off. Obviously, I picked Clemson for obvious reasons. Let's get to the coastal of the ACC. Hickey, who do you got? Based off your monologue and how bad the ACC is? No! The U! The U! I have sold the U to Hickey! I have sold the U to Hickey! This is great! So, based on the monologue, that's what you're picking. Well, to, yes, and then to be fair, the ACC in general stinks, but the Coastal especially. So Boy, it sure does suck, doesn't it? I'm going to go with the best defense. Miami is the best defense. Give me the U. All right, you're going to hate me here. Uh-oh. I sold you a bill of goods. I'm picking oh, Vontek. No. Wow, okay. <laughs> Listen, I'm a Justin Fuente fan. Uh, I, I think that he's been snake bitten a little bit. They lost a couple of close games last year. I know they got to get their affairs in order because – you got Bud who's leaving at the end of this season. You want to finish it off with a nice year. There were, I, there's been plenty of boosters who felt he should have been the, he should have been the head coach, and maybe why he's stepping down as he wasn't the head coach, and now it's been too long. Who knows what people want to believe there? People are always going to have their own opinions. Justin Fuente was a very trendy, very sexy pick, even though that's a trendy word, out of Memphis. I want that guy to do well. I like him. We've had him on the show before. I want him to do well. I pull for a guy like that. Miami, obviously, I think they're on their way. I hope they're going to be on their way back. I hope, but I think it's a long, hard road. I think that they struggle this year. I think Manny Diaz struggles to get the people that he wants in place. I think that Virginia Tech's better suited. Their schedule's better suited. I don't think they have Clemson on that battle. They don't have Clemson on that list. If you look at where Virginia Tech is, and maybe I'm doing a little bit too much of a breakdown of Vod Tech. You can always accuse me of something like that. But if you look at where Virginia Tech is, you're at Boston College next week. The toughest ones you have, Miami, you're at Notre Dame. Depending on what you think of Pittsburgh at the end of the season and whether or not Virginia can keep this good momentum going, you're in a really good spot if you're Vodtech. You have a couple of guys coming back. You got some, and I know they had a lot of transfers, but you still have some guys coming back to you. I think that you can really do it this year, at least get to the ACC championship game. And if you get your brains beat in by Clemson, listen, a lot of people are going to get their brains beat in by Clemson. Don't overreact. But I think Justin Fuente's back is firmly against the wall. So I got Clemson. I got Vautech, the champion. I picked Clemson. I think you picked Clemson, too. We move on. Big 12. Hick, what do you got, babe? Uh, since we'll go, then no divisions will go. Oklahoma, Iowa State meeting the Big 12 title game. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, Matt Campbell. This is the breakthrough year. Well, are you going after my heart? Are you going after my heart, Brock you crafty Purdy bastard? Brock Purdy showed some great promise Didn't last he? year. 
another year of development. They have the best defense in the Big 12 in a he league took over. with zero defense. He took over. He was the cat's ass. You're not taking – but but they lose David Montgomery over at Iowa Yes, State. and Akeem Butler as well. But Yeah, I, that's going to be tough. Their defense is going to be, to me, too good. I don't buy Sam Ellinger. I'm not in on, on his hype. Wow. Texas will take a step wow. back. So you think Brock Purdy's better than Sam Ellinger? Yes. Baker Mayfield would agree. I like your pick. You know what? I'm going to go with you. Wow. Do it for me, Matt. Do it for me, babe. Make Perry proud. Let's go to the Big 12 championship game together, babe. Here it comes. Oklahoma, Iowa State, Big 12 championship game. Oklahoma wins. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay. Nice story, though. Yeah, be, oh, God, are you kidding me? Iowa State? New Year's Six Bowl action? Let's go. I mean, before this, before this, it would be what? The, waking up the ghosts of Seneca Wallace? So if they were to get to the Big 12 championship game, well, you can circle your wagons on all those coaching jobs for Matt Campbell. All right, Big 10 East. What say you, Hick? You got to beat the champ to be the champ. I don't see Michigan beating the champ. Ohio State again. Big 10 East champs. I'm glad you said it for me because then they just go, you're from Cleveland, you're a homer. No, I told you I went to Akron. I'm not a big Ohio State fan. We've been through this many, many times. Uh, I'm... I still have to take Ohio State, uh, and it's for the same reason you just said. Nothing that Jim Harbaugh says really convinces me. I know that they have a lot of returning talent. I know that they have a hair in certain places that are up certain places because of how they lost last year to Ohio State. But if we're talking simply motivation, I still don't think that that can get you over. Justin Fields changes over a lot of expectations for Ohio State. They're going to have some young players, but I think that they've gotten used to having young players. That's what Ohio State is. It's a precursor to the NFL. Now you just got to get back to the college football playoff and prove that you're one of the elites again because I think people are questioning you now because you go and get your ass handed to you by the likes of Purdue. So you better be able to put it out. But according to what Hickey just said and my agreement, I'm still picking Ohio State in the East. What do you have in the Big Ten West, friend? I hate my selection. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, you do. I'm going Nebraska. I don't want to buy into the hype. I think it's a little much. With Scott Frost in year two, I get his turn on UCF in year two. But to me, I look at Iowa. I just don't think they have enough to get it done. I look at Minnesota, Northwestern, Wisconsin. All these teams to me are just one group. So I'll take the team with the highest ceiling right now, trying to take a risk, go out on a limb. Not really too much of a limb because a lot of people are picking Nebraska. But I'll go with the Cornhuskers to get to the Big Ten Championship this year. I want to pick Wisconsin again. So do I, to be honest. I uh, really they, wanted they, to. I just couldn't find yeah, a way out. They lost a lot of guys, but the guys they lost weren't that good to begin with, to be honest with you. Right, Alex Hornibrook's losing him. No yeah, offense. It's oh, almost geez. a, a yeah, bonus. No, yeah, no offense to him. I think this is a really tough con- This was a really tough division to call. Because I yes. think Purdue can get up there and sneak on a couple of people. They can snipe a couple of people. Illinois will suck. Uh, Minnesota, I want to pull for P.J. Fleck bad. And I think he's trying to put something together that's good. I, 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 I wonder if it's a little too hyped. I love PJ, but I think it's a little too hyped right now. <sighs> you know what? I'm picking Wisconsin. Do it. All right. When worse comes to worse, I'm picking Wisconsin. I'm going with. The, I'm going with the date who brought me to the dance. I'm picking Wisconsin again. Don't make me a fool, Paul. Who wins the Big Ten? Ohio State. Wow. All right. I'm going to pick Ohio State too. So, Pac-12 so far, North. we're in agreement. Clemson, well, it, it, what, it, what, what are you going to do? It, it, we disagree. We disagree. Well, you picked Nebraska. I picked Wisconsin, so at least we got that going against it. All right, what do you got in the Pac-12 North? Go. 
I'm going to go with Washington. Sort of same reason why you're going to go with, I think, uh, Wisconsin. I like their experience. And to me, Oregon's schedule is too hard. They go on the road at Stanford. That big game, Washington and Oregon in Washington, which is huge. They go on the road yep. at USC. I like, I think Oregon is more talent, especially the quarterback position. I just don't think their schedule allows them to have the number of wins enough to win the conference or at least the division. Huskies, get it done again. I actually think you're right about this. I, I think it was Phil Steele who wrote it in the book uh, earlier this year. I think there's something like 5-11 and 11 or 5-12 and 12 over the last three years on the road. Now, I know that that's with different players. They've had to rebuild over that time, and that might mean very well nothing to them. It's college football. Things can change on a dime. Uh, I agree with you, though. I think that it's a, it's a much more advantageous schedule. I think it's a much more advantageous program. I still think Oregon's going to be a year away, even with Justin Herbert. I'm going to pick I'm going to pick Washington at the top of the Pac-12 North. What do you got in the South? I'm going the Utes. To me, the best team in the South. It's really not close. Yeah, they're just far and away better. And I have to root against USC because I want Urban Meyer to go there. All right, who wins the Pac-12? Are you taking Washington or are you taking Utah? I'm going Utah. Rematch of last year's Pac-12 uh, championship. I think the Utes. Think about it. They they lost 10-3 in the Pac-12 championship last year without their starting quarterback and running. They were so hurt last year. Now they have both those guys back healthy again this year. I think as long as they can stay healthy, they will be very good this year, and that will be the difference in the championship. The Utah Utes, first ever Pac-12 championship. I'm going to pick Washington. I think they're better in big stakes. I'm going to take Washington to take the Pac-12. SEC West, the, the, the conference this music was made for. Hickey, go. I'm going to go Alabama. I really don't think it's much of a discussion. I, I sure I think your agreement as well. I just don't think any other team can really even come close to challenging. Well, you know, right? i got to give some sort of a build-up, don't I? Yes, you're right. Auburn has a chance. You know, you never know with Auburn when they're when they're looked down upon. They always Man, rise to the highest. Su- Mississippi I mean, you, State with a new all quarterback. All you SEC fans out there, like, you got, you have to admit, I know that you guys all get in all SEC when one of your teams go, even though you claim you hate each other. I don't understand this. you got to admit this kind of sucks, don't you? Like, it's not Alabama's fault. I'm not blaming Alabama. Like, LSU, you know what's going to happen this year. I'll tell you about all these teams. LSU, the loser heads are going to want to fire Ed Orgeron halfway through the year. Texas A&M with Jimbo Fisher will start bitching about the money he's getting paid, even though it's only going to be, what, his second year. Auburn, God, they can't wait to fire that coach because they have a little brother complex and they have a little brother syndrome, and they fire good coaches even though Nick freaking Saban is in the state. But they'll freak out and they'll try to do that. Mississippi State has the atmosphere of a nice high school football game. Ole Miss, if they're winning, they're cheating. Arkansas, oh, they'll try to fire Chad, but they really shouldn't try to fire Chad because yeah, they got left with anything with nothing. They really need a lot more patience to put that thing together. There's your SEC West. Is that nice to you? I will say this. I think LSU, I take back what I said before. I really do like LSU. Not enough to have them beat Alabama in Tuscaloosa, but I think they'll be right there. I certain, I sure as hell hope so. I, I think he's obviously a good recruiter. But, man, going up against Alabama and then they get so upset about it, I, I think that the, the worst thing about LSU is their booster club. That's the worst thing. And that's probably the worst thing about every, about every program. But they just get so worked up. I think a lot of these schools here, again, Auburn, I put Arkansas into that mix. Like, you forget who you are. Like, Auburn, you've won a national championship in the last 15 years. You've been able to, to reach great heights. Don't forget who you're going against. It's Nick Saban. And I don't think anybody is going to be able to beat Nick Saban. And you might find that unacceptable because you have a couple of times, and that in itself is an incredible accomplishment.
but you freak out as if you should be on par with Nick freaking Saban in Alabama. I'm sorry, it's just not possible. It's in a state, it's got to be one way or the other. You can't be right up against it. Who do you got over in the East? I'm on on Georgia. I don't buy Florida to me at all. I don't trust Felipe Franks, so I think yeah. this is their division to lose pretty handily. Yeah, I, I, I feel the same way about Felipe Franks. You, you beat me to it. Uh, I'm, I'm obviously pulling for Jeremy Pruitt. I think that he's going to have a lot of good young talent. I think they're going to have some really exciting football games. But sad to say, I think they're going to lose some games Tennessee's way, meaning they're going to lose some games late. And they'll probably fall apart late with a couple of these ones because they're still going to be so damn young. But I love Jeremy Pruitt's honesty. I like that he's taking a page out of Saban's book. I think that they're going to be a real threat next season. This season, I think they probably finish middle of the, middle of the road. I would probably pick him to finish third over in the East, and I'll pick Georgia and end up winning the East. Who wins the SEC? Is it just Alabama? Is it just Alabama who wins the SEC, Hickey? <sighs> yeah, I'm going back and forth. I really oh, want to pick you, Georgia. I really? do. Really? I really do. Really? I won't. I won't. But I really want to pick Georgia. I think Alabama gets it done again Al- for a third year in a row. If Alabama beats Georgia, will we get calls about firing Kirby Smart? No. Uh, well, will yeah. we or should we? Will, there will we? you go. Yes. There's no should. should there's a, there's no. a will. Uh-huh. Especially if it's another, they get out to an early lead, double digits, blow it again. We shouldn't, but we will. All right, 855-2124-CBS. I got Alabama winning the SEC, by the way. We'll get the other conferences and our national champion and Heisman trophies. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Ken Carmen Show. 855-2124-CBS. All right, real quick, ACC champ Clemson, Big 12 champ Oklahoma over Iowa State. Uh, Big 10, we got Ohio State. Both Hickey and I are in agreement on basically all this. Pac-12, I got Washington. He took Utah. SEC, I got Alabama over Georgia. My college football playoff consists of Clemson, Alabama, Oklahoma, and Ohio State. Hick, what do you got? I have three of the four. I have Clemson. I went really quickly there. Can you imagine that? If they went <laughs> that quickly when they actually did the selection? Clemson, Alabama, Oklahoma, Ohio State. Who do you got, Hick? Save us an hour plus of TV hype. Um, Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma. Wait, Alabama and Georgia get in? I think both Alabama and Georgia will be undefeated when they meet in the SEC title wow. game. Wow. Especially Georgia. Big set on you. All right, who wins the title game, buddy? Alabama, I'm going two years in a row. This time they get it done. They're fired up, motivated. Damn it. Chip on the shoulder. Tua Tungavailoa, best receiving core in all of the land in college football. Nick Saban fired up for the first time and for real with that beatdown last year. They beat Clemson. Is that your same selection? Yeah. I'll say this. It's not our fault we agree. It's college football because there's such a big disparagement from the top five, six teams and everyone else. So we all have sort of the same predictions anyway. I just thought when Brett McMurphy picked Clemson earlier, I was like, all right, I'm going to be different because I'm picking Alabama. They're going to get him back this time. And Trevor Lawrence, I'm picking as the Heisman Trophy winner. So you know that never bodes good in the national championship game or bowl game. Who do you have as your uh, Heisman Trophy winner? You went Trevor, I went Tua, I mean. <laughs> well, there's only, is that a problem? Is this a problem that's underlying we should talk about? That the I, two threats to yeah. win the national championship are Alabama and Clemson and we don't really take seriously anybody else? 
Because like, I don't. I don't think it's a problem. I really don't. And really? maybe I'm wrong. No, I don't. I don't think it's a problem. Hold off on that. I want to talk about that coming up next. Um, so you have you have two attack of Iloa as your guy. Yes, sir. All right, who do you have winning the American conference? Cincinnati your boy Luke Fickle. Are you kidding me? The Are you kidding me? Over Houston. You have right. you have Cincy as well. Hickey, over are we just hanging out? Are you are you I seeing my text? I swear we did this separately. Did not talk to you or ask any questions about this, and we still have some in agreement all the time. Like I threw this at you at like a ten thirty or eleven o'clock last night. I'm picking Cincinnati. What do you got in the conference USA? Lane Kiffin, come on, FAU over Southern oh Miss. My God. Big Southern Miss game to get UAB you at idiot. home. That's the difference why they get into the you title are, game. You, you are a bona fide. Thank God I brought that up because you are a bona fide what? idiot and a oh, schmuck. Why? Okay, here yes, you're really going to pick Ken FAU. You're going to pick the, the fight. Conference, you're going to sit there and break. Okay, really? You're going to sit there and give me Lane Kiffin as a reason? Listen, there's yes. a reason why. Lane Kiffin as a head coach doesn't win jack squat, and he ain't going to win the Conference USA title. He's getting DeAndre okay? Francois from Florida State. I don't He's care who he's getting. Great. DeAndre Francois. Great. He gets in trouble. He's got a kid who's had trouble in the past, and obviously that's one player. You know what? The hell with you. I'm yeah. taking Southern Miss. Southern Miss, all right. I'm ta- no, you know what? Flip-flop time. I'm taking Bill. I'm taking UAB. Wow. Yeah. UAB, baby. Home of the Blazers from the death. You can't keep a good team down. I'm taking Bill Clark. I'm taking them. I like that because I can't trust Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin might make it to the championship game. I'm not trusting Lane Kiffin in UAF. I don't care if he's got DeAndre Francois. Doesn't have Devin Singletary anymore. Huh? No, he does not. There you go. UAF can be a real tough tough team this year, huh? UAB. <laughs> you got yourself in a tizzy over there. You tell James to stop laughing in the background. Work right, yourself you into want- a shoot. I did work myself into a full-on shoot because you're just going to give me Lane Kiffin as a reason. Good God, walking around in his visor and his brash, arrogant attitude. We ain't one Jack Squat as an actual head coach. Oh, he's got DeAndre Francois. Awesome, great. <laughs> you know he's motivated yeah. to try to yeah, a guy good, a guy get back on really the big w- national stage. I'm sure he is motivated, and I'm sure there are plenty of teams in the in Conference USA are ready to go after him. They have a lazy get, river, for God's sakes, at their facility. Give Come me on. the Mac. Let's go. Go to the Mac. Toledo. How about those? I think I picked them last year, too, actually. Great home <laughs> schedule. Works in their favor. Over your boy, Frank Solich, and Ohio. How's he my boy? I don't know. He's from Ohio. I just assume everyone from Ohio is your boy. No joke. Is He's that true? He's been there for, like, 18 years. So, yes, that, um, that's literally my reasoning for saying your boy. That, that's it? That's you? that. He's from Ohio and he's been there I, a while. Honestly, I like Jason Campbell, uh, Jason Candle personally a lot more. Oh, a lot you're, more. okay. You he would follow be up with your boy. If, if we're gonna have boys, Jason Candle would be my boy. Frank Solich is like 195 years old. <laughs> Frank Solich likes the wild turkey and he's every bit the 101. Uh, I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm actually gonna take Ohio. I'm gonna take the fight in Frank Soliches. <laughs> OU wins the MAC championship, baby. Have you ever been down to that campus? I've not, no. Oh, my God. It's beautiful. Except when you get down there at night, because everybody goes down there for Halloween. Uh, it's actually scary right out, on the outskirts of town. Really? It's all, it's it's in the woods, and you start to think some things, like a mothman's going to come out at you, and another boogeyman's going to come with him, and it's, it's a little bit scary, especially when you had a little bit of peyote or something like that. Yeah, it ain't that good. All right, moving on. Mountain West, what do you got there, Hoss? 
I'm going a little bit of a limb here. I don't think we'll agree on this one. Air Force. The triple option Falcons hybrid. <laughs> beating Fresno <laughs> State. Service Academy pick. I love it. I love that pick. Tons of experience with the Falcons. Let's go. Oh, man. Uh. Are you doing this on the fly? No. Are you going to flip-flop again? Yeah, you because you made me think differently because I wanted to take Boise State, but now I want to pick Air Force. Brett Rippin graduates. Yeah, he did. Now. Yeah. But I'm tired of picking Boise State personally. Let's get a, you know, let's get some fresh blood in there. Let's go to the Falcons. Nah, I like John Hightower too much. You can go to hell. I'm taking Boise. I'm keeping Boise. Over Fresno what? State, I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay. No, in the championship game. Yeah. No, San Diego State. Oh, oh, oh okay, the Aztecs. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm taking the Aztecs, man. Sun Belt. What do you got? Two words. Zach Thomas. Guy's absolute stud. App State runs away. Listen to you. Two words. Zach Thomas. Oh, okay. Mr. College Football <laughs> Analyst. Okay, tough guy. He tore up Penn State last year. I watched him. Yeah, I actually do agree. I, I love App State, and I want to pick App State. Uh, I, I like the schools that I, I love. I love the Sun Belt. I actually have a really big soft spot for the Sun Belt Conference. You wouldn't believe that because Troy... Troy is that great school right there in the middle of Alabama. It's not it's not Alabama, it's not Auburn, but you can get quality football players there, and they take it really seriously. And I find that they're one of the most underrated, fun college football programs in the country. App State, I love their build-up story. I love their build-up process. Their, their president in the past has been nuts, and I absolutely love them. And even Georgia Southern. You look back in the Georgia Southern history when they were in the F F e or FCS, uh, they have a great great tradition down there so there are some schools that they're not the biggest and not a lot of people listening have heard of i love the Sun Belt. love the Sun Belt, and that is the big ass college football preview well done there hick well done okay well done you're not gonna well. great minds think alike thank you very much coming up in just about an hour mark mass going to join us we'll talk nfl with him he's from the washington post finding the next sean mcveigh and what the hell to do with the preseason up next talk all the trash you want we're going to blast you anyway. This is the Ken Carmen Show. Just an hour away, Washington Post, Mark's Mask going to join us on the show. We'll talk NFL with him also this preseason and how you can make the preseason better or by eliminating the preseason. Because I'm telling you, you play these guys in, their, in the preseason, you play these quarterbacks in the preseason, you're only asking to get yourself fired. I'll explain coming up in a bit. 855-2124-CBS. That's CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line. It's brought to you by Geico. And i got great news for you. If you didn't hear last hour, hear now. You can save 15% or more on car insurance just by switching to Geico. Go to geico.com. It takes 15 minutes. It's absolutely fantastic. Get there today. 855-2124-CBS. Before I get into the Baker Mayfield thing, is there really a problem that you have with Alabama and Clemson? Like, if it were to be a decade, fine. And it's been a few years. But I look at it as that if they're the best of the best and they're the best of the best, then it's up to you to raise your stakes. It's up to them to fall asleep. That's what I point out. I, I'm entertained. I don't get tired of Clemson and Alabama. I'm entertained that a guy like Dabo Sweeney. It, Alabama has great, great, great history. They've had one already dominant coach, and now they have another. And you can make arguments if you really want to for Gene Stallings as well. But really, you've had a great history mixed in with some terrible, terrible stuff. Mike Price and the Bows and all that stuff. 
Shula. But Alabama does have that that pedigree. What makes this so interesting to me is that Clemson, Clemson's played some obviously really good college football in 1981 national champions. But also there was a fallout from there. There was a fallout from that national championship. And it seems that, man, you guys are tucked right there in the middle of the ACC, but you're in SEC country. And, yeah, you get some of those Florida guys, but we come up with such a thing as Clemsoning for a reason. And then Dabo gets there, and we still think, man, he's still going to have to prove it, but he's maybe waiting for that Alabama job, and he takes him to another level. What I love so much about Clemson is that Dabo Sweeney makes you crazy. Dabo Sweeney makes you think differently about your own program. Clemson was a second tier, and it's still a high second tier, an A-minus program. But under that level of some of the best that come to your first mind, when you think about college football, Clemson was under that level for a very long time, basically my entire life. That changes with Dabo Sweeney. Now they're first and second with Alabama and basically everything. And so what Dabo Sweeney does is he does basically what, and we're talking about, we're going to talk about a guy like Sean McVay coming up in an hour. He basically does what Sean McVay does, where college football programs want to find their own Dabo. They want to find their guy that takes them to that level. Why, why can't we be that way? And I preach and rail against programs every single year. Stop forgetting who you are. When I get into it about Auburn, I get so angry, I almost get vitriolic about it. Your little brother in that state, you've won a national championship recently. You're a competitive program. You just happen to be up against Nick Saban's Alabama Crimson Tide. I'm sorry. And someday Nick Saban will retire or die, and you could take the state back over. You will have an opportunity to do so. But until that happens, you need to go and be you. Being you means you can win 10 games. You can play in a big bowl game. You can maybe be on parallel with some of the other programs in the SEC, but you're not Alabama, at least until that guy goes away. When that guy goes away, we'll talk turkey. But they forget these things, and we want to fire coaches all the time over this. I, I get into it about West by God. I get so upset about Arkansas. I get upset the other way with USC. I'm going, why are you grinding it out on your leather ass with Clay Helton? Clay Helton's a builder. Clay Helton de- deserves to be in the middle of America with a program that's grassroots, that has corn surrounding it, and that you can build guys up over a couple years. Not Hollywood. Urban Meyer's Hollywood. That's why I get so upset and excited about sending Urban Meyer out to USC. Urban and Shelly Meyer, that, that's Hollywood. That's, that's movie stars. That's movie premieres. That's Will Ferrell coming to practice again. That's what that's about. Roping off California, roping off the West, and really the entire country when you hire that guy. You shouldn't be grinding it out on your ass with a guy like Clay Helton. So I get very upset about that thing. And that's why I love Clemson so much because they are the absolute opposite of what I preach about. Clemson's a program that built itself back up to be taken seriously every single year, and now to be the great big favorite every single season. Dabo Sweeney, yeah, every now and then he sticks his foot in his mouth, just like any other college football coach does. But the best thing about Dabo is that he's so overwhelmingly positive that you start to hate him after a while. Fans do. If you get Dabo Sweeney on the show right now, and I bring up Taj Boyd, he'll tell me that Taj Boyd can save a franchise right now. Taj Boyd, I think, works for the university right now. Doesn't matter. He's a salesman. He's a born leader. That's what I love about Dabo Sweeney. That's what I love about this rivalry. 
You have one college coach who wears the black hat, who's Darth Vader, who's about nothing but pure and simple excellence. And if you can't provide that, he will find somebody else who will, and he will do that without question. He will do that without any mercy. He has built an unstoppable machine. That's Saban. The other guy looks at it in great positivity. Things are fun. He's fun to be around. He's fun to talk to. He's always smiling. He's always excited. And he's always the guy you want your living room to have apple pie or cherry pie with your family and to put some whipped cream on there and talk about what Clemson football can be with your son. He's still a salesman. He's won two national championships recently. He's got the proverbial favorite at Heisman Trophy. He's so much fun to be around. But he probably still has those same principles, you just don't see them, that Nick Saban does. Because he's got to. Because he's a killer in college football. But that's what makes it beautiful. You have the dark hat versus the white knight, and you can go after each other every single time. I don't need to give a damn. It's on your program if you're sucking up the room. It's on your program, Michigan, if you can't get on par with any one of these schools. You want to talk about having to beat the cheaters or anything like that? Then fine. And I'll bring this up later on with Jim Harbaugh. If you want to talk about beating the cheaters, go back to your safe spot. Go to the NFL where it's nice and safe, and you can still get a hell of a lot of money, and you don't have to worry about recruiting, and you don't have to worry about shirtless catch. Stop bitching my ear off because it's unfair that all the great players want to go to Clemson and they want to go to Alabama. Ohio State has four billionaire backers. Stop giving me this crap about your weather. Spend, get recruits, win, or find somebody else who can. I don't want to hear any bitching from any one of these other programs, and I don't want to hear any bitching from any one of these other analysts out there. It's just not fun anymore. That's not your fault. That's the school's fault. That's the program's fault. You want to be taken on, taken seriously by them? Go beat them. That's why, and, and Hickey thinks it's nuts, and I'll think it's nuts too. You got rid of Mark Rick down in Georgia. You bring in Kirby Smart. He is a guy that is from the limb, from the, from the rib of Nick Saban. You brought him in for one thing, beat Nick Saban. If you don't beat Nick Saban, yeah, people should be mad. Dabo's able to beat Nick Saban. People should be mad. If they don't beat Saban in Alabama this year, people are calling for your ass, and really they should. You should have that heat on you. You're paid a tremendous salary. You carry a lot of weight in the state. You're at a place that's that close in Georgia and has really has been that close for 20 years, that close to dominance. You should be under a tremendous amount of pressure. I don't blame Nick Saban for ruining college football, and I sure as hell don't blame Dabo Sweeney for ruining college football. I love it. If you're the best, keep finding a way to be the best. These guys have to recreate every single year ways to put a chip on their players' shoulders, ways to put a chip on their fan base's shoulders to keep guys motivated. Because now, with the way, certainly with the transfer rule and the transfer portal, and because we have empowered athletes, which is a good thing, but we have empowered teenagers who know what this is about. We know now that before, we used to believe in student athletics. At least we used to want to believe that type of crap. Now we know that, yeah, scholarships, they're paying for a scholarship, and you might barely have a 2.0. Guess what? Clemson, Alabama, or OU, or whatever, the MAC, the Sun Belt, they're going to pick your they're going to pick your major for you because they're paying the freight on your college education, and you need to stay eligible. So you might think you want to be an engineer, but if you got a 2.0, guess what, buddy boy? It's communications for you. 
They know that now. And the name of the game is to make it to the next level. And I got a guy like Nick Saban and Dabo Sweeney who still find ways to motivate their players. And so far, haven't been caught up in any sort of the other craziness that we've had to bring up with other college football programs over the last decade. I hope that that stays true. I knock on wood and I pray, I seriously pray that that stays true. Because you've had a lot of other programs, and you know exactly the ones that I'm talking about. You've had a lot of other programs fall by the wayside because they're trying to be Alabama and Clemson. And so they let their morals slip through. I'm not saying that Alabama and Clemson are perfectly, easily clean of everything. Probably not. But we know there's a big difference between $100 handshakes and maybe a car lease here and there and some of the stuff we've talked about when it comes to Baylor and Ohio State and Penn State and some of the other programs out there. 855-2124-CBS. I applaud Alabama and Clemson. I want Alabama and Clemson back again. If you have a threat from Oklahoma, if you have a threat from Washington or from Ryan Day in Ohio State or or, or, or Jim Harbaugh even in Michigan, I would love that too. The whole goal of things is to raise your style up to their level, not for them to fall to you. And I think people forget that. It's not supposed to be easy. They're the best of the best. You're supposed to raise up to their level. You're supposed to be able to find a way to out-recruit them, to build your own special thing, and to get after them. That's why I'll always have the soft spot for Boise State. Even though I couldn't stand them years ago, I'll always have a soft spot for it because you build up that way. The same thing with Howard Schnellenberger in Miami and why I want Miami to be back. Because it's different, it's fun, it makes it even more exciting. And when they're at the top, you love them or you absolutely hate them. I want polarizing Fun, exuberant college football. That's what Alabama does. That's what Clemson does. None of that is boring. 855-2124-CBS, 855-2124-227. Up next, forgive the corny line, but Zeke, take the money and run. All that and talk as much trash as you want. We're going to bury you anyway. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.